Domestic Chaos, October 28th, 2022. Welcome to Domestic Welcome to Domestic Chaos for this week. I'm Burr Beard. John Fetterman and Mehmet Oz debated in Harrisburg this week, and I'll have audio later with NBC and uh, with NBC analysis from the reporter who interviewed him with the monitor he read and proceed with NBC analysis from the reporter who interviewed him with the monitor that he read and processed from later he rallied in Pittsburgh along with the Dave Matthews band An Atlanta judge ordered Mark Meadows to testify in the criminal investigation into election meddling. The New York Times reports that uh, Meadows had been, the New York Times reports that Meadows had been fighting to avoid the appearance led by Fannie Willis, the district attorney in Fulton County, Georgia. A shrinking white share of the population is a hallmark of the congressional districts helped by Republicans. A shrinking white share of the population is a hallmark of the congressional districts held by Republicans who rejected Trump's election defeat. Whites in Texas say their America is vanishing and they feel cheated. Get real, people. We've known this for a long time. Thomas Jefferson figured that the U.S. Constitution might last about 19 years. Instead, it's remained... Instead, it's remained in place for more than 230 years, perhaps more remarkably, has not been amended in any significant way in more than half a century. That's left what the New Yorker staff writer Jill Lepore identifies as a brittle document, one that may be unequal in the urgent and escalating challenges facing our democracy. Lepore Lepore explores... Why the Constitution, a document designed to be altered, has been so resistant to change, shares the rare moments in history that have upended the status quo. In the New Yorker piece, In the New Yorker piece, you'd be asked for your own answers to some of the most pressing constitutional questions of our moment and see how participants in a national survey responded. Should abortion rights be written into the Constitution? Should the Second Amendment be altered or abandoned? What about a national popular vote to select the president? You can find out in the New Yorker online who agrees with you and if anything is likely to change. Five years ago, journalist David Wallace-Wells explored the worst-case scenario for climate change, one in which the planet warmed by as much as 5 degrees Celsius by by year 2100, causing widespread extreme weather, economic collapse, famine, and war. Now Wallace sees that level of doom as much less likely as he writes for a Sunday climate issue of the New York Times magazine. While five degrees of warming once seemed possible, scientists now estimate the Earth is on track to warm by two to three degrees. That difference might not 
seem huge, but it translates to fewer record-breaking floods, storms, droughts, and heat waves, potentially thousands of millions of lives saved in the coming decades. The window of possible climate futures is narrowing, and as a result, we're getting a clear sense of what's to come, a new world full of disruption, but also billions of people well well past climate normal and yet mercifully short on true climate apocalypse, he wrote. In other words, humanity has made progress on one of the most serious challenges it has ever faced. I've grown more optimistic than I used to be, the reporter said. The end game looks calmer and more stable than it did a few years ago. Donald Trump has been subpoenaed by the January 6th committee. Bob Woodward Bob Woodward has released a new audiobook with tapes of his interviews with Donald Trump. Entitled The Trump Tapes, The Hill reports that in the book, Trump openly discussed nuclear weapons with Woodward. The author reported the author reportedly looked into Trump's claims about the US nuclear arsenal and a source expressed surprise that the former president had shared details about the weapons with the journalist. It's true, Xi and Putin would not know about it, but why is Trump bragging about it, Woodward said. I once asked Trump because he was kind of asking, what do you think the president's job is? And I said, it's to ascertain the next stage of good for a majority of people in the country, not one party or a bunch of interest groups, and then develop a comprehensive plan and execute it. And he said, oh, that's good, that's great. Never did he do this, Woodward said. The U.S. economy turned to growth over the third quarter. The Times reports that uh, though slower consumer spending and a rapidly weakening housing market mean the report will do little to ease fears of a looming recession. GDP, yes, GDP adjusted for inflation rose 0.6% in the third quarter and a 2.6% annual rate of growth, the Commerce Department said Thursday. It was the first increase after two conservative quarterly contractions and slightly exceeded forecasters' expectations. The third quarter figures were skewed by the international trade component, which often exhibits big swings from one period to the next. Economists tend to focus on less volatile components, which have showed that the recovery is steadily losing momentum as the year has progressed. Ignore the headline number, growth rates are slowing, said Michael Gaspin, chief U.S. economist for the for chief U.S. economist for Bank of America. It wouldn't take much further slowing from here to tip the economy into recession. A jury in Michigan convicted the three men aiding to plot. A jury in Michigan convicted three men aided. A, a jury in Michigan convicted the three men aiding a plot to kidnap State Governor Gretchen Whitmer this week. The 2020 case grew out of a sprawling domestic terrorism case in Michigan that revealed openness to political violence on the far right. 
Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi, was hospitalized after being assaulted by someone who broke into the couple's residence in San Francisco early this morning. A spokesman for Ms. Pelosi said the New York Times had the breaking news just now. Early this morning, an assailant broke into the Pelosi residence and violently assaulted Mr. Pelosi, Drew Hamill, the spokesman said in a statement today. The assailant is in custody and the motivation for the attack is under investigation. Mr. Hamill said Mr. Pelosi was expected to make a full recovery. Interesting to see if that was politically motivated. Well, Elon Musk has finally acquired Twitter, firing staff and trying to balance rules on hate speech and misinformation while considering the ban on accounts, including Trump's account. Conservatives are happy Elon Musk clinched the deal with Twitter. Is the radical right that wages culture wars, denies election results, fears the white race shrinking in conservative districts that rose up against Social Security as socialism, women's suffrage, Roe v. Wade in the beginning, and racial integration breaking down Jim Crow? A commentator on Morning Joe says these forces of history were beaten down. We won freedom and security for Americans over time. Gas prices and inflation is not the fault of any political party. Look at Great Britain, chaotic economy. It's the fault of oil producers and big oil in this country and around the world. Shell reported that its second highest quarterly profit ever. Shell just reported its second highest quarterly profit ever. Amid high gas prices at the pump, the Hill says the British oil and gas giant reported Profits of $9.5 billion this week. Turning to the local beat, here's the audio from NBC News recapping the Oz Fetterton. Here's the audio from NBC News recapping the Oz Fetterman debate this week. Well, 11 days till Election Day. Many people have early voted. Make sure you do. For this week, that's Domestic Chaos. I'm Burr Beard. Thanks for listening.